Wait, wait, Gina, where's Gina? Oh, my God. It, that crow is like coming to get us. He was angry. He looked like a person that was angry and coming to murder me. It was a oh murdering crow. It was oh. a murder. <laughs> I look blurry. You have like a fingerprint over your camera. Well, bless, bless my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's what I needed today. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's a, it's the new filter. Just um, rub your greasy finger over your. That happens on my phone all the time. Let me and tell I'm you like, something, Casey. I look great in this photo, and then I realized I had like eaten like a chicken salad sandwich before I touched the lens of my camera. Well. Sure. <laughs> sometimes a little, sometimes a little mayo sheen is <laughs> exactly what the doctor ordered. That's what I learned in film school. That that I was I was taught by one of my film professors that uh, back in the day, someone uh, would a director would maybe use the grease from his nose to blur up the lens of his camera. Well, I learned from America's Next Top Model. <laughs> That sometimes a little Vaseline on your face is all you need to take some artsy, artsy ass, beautiful photos. Interesting. If you if you also happen to be a model, yeah. I mean, That's probably I, we would just look not greasy, greasy. Yeah, Although I would definitely people, look greasy. People are into doing that <clears throat> thing that I know lugging. I know. I feel Slug like it up, guys. I feel like it's not good. People swear by it, but I feel like it like your face needs to breathe in the night and your bedding must look like hell. Well, my it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for her. <laughs> Slugging is by the way when you coat your face with like petroleum jelly after you do like your nighttime routine. Yeah. Guys, this is a this is a recent, although maybe not so recent. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's a couple. It's like, who knows? It's some some internet wildfire spread like wildfire trend that's just getting to us now. I feel like it's having like a little bit of a resurgence right now. I don't know why. Um, where people do their you know nighttime routine and then coat their face with petroleum jelly. Uh to, to lock in the moisture. Yeah. That's what it is. That's why. It's to lock in the moisture. I'm not kidding. I know it is, but do, um, isn't that like the the tagline from like an old Wesson or Shake and Bake commercial about chicken? Like so it locks in the moisture of the chicken. Do you think that people taste like chicken? <laughs> I know? wondered. You, you know my theory. I have theorized, and it's it's not as relevant as of a theory as it once was, but I have theorized in my lifetime, I think that if Paula Dean was cooking and she cut like a significant portion of like a finger off while she was cooking and it seemed like impossible to reattach, I've theorized that she would probably cook it and to, to taste it. I mean, that's just specific to Paula Dean. <laughs> I just feel like she's the type to be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to taste my own flesh, I guess. She was canceled, right? We haven't heard yeah, from her. She, yeah, no, she's been... She's she gone. Was, she got hit in the face with that ham that time. I don't know that, what that was, but... 
You should watch it. It's like one of the early proto viral videos. She was like helping unload a food truck or something and someone <laughs> tossed, a ham, tossed a ham to her and it hit her in the face. And then she... <laughs> that was an actual snort. Wait. <laughs> oh, guys, remember when Paula Dean was a was a thing was a thing and then she was canceled for being um you know a racist southern racist yeah lady and who was like i'm not racist my best friends are black right right isn't that what she said i think so and she just said some (laughs) outrageous shit and so yeah that really that was a long time ago though feels like another lifetime yeah my only experience it, with Paula Dean in person, which is why I think how I developed the theory that she would eat her own flesh if she ever accidentally um, Casey, severed I don't, some. I'm really not into this. I don't like it at all. <laughs> cannibalism is my feat. I really don't but like... But it's like, it's like self-cannibalism. Ugh. And it's like slightly... Slightly more than like chewing your cuticles, maybe. But this is why one time Paula Dean was like a guest on some show that I was working on mm. and she offered me a piece of fudge and I was like, oh, thanks. And she was like, taste it, taste it. She was super adamant about it in a way that mm. I was suspicious was creepy. of. creepy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. She's and Sweeney Todd vibes. But it wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't people in the fudge that I could tell. She wanted me to taste it to get my reaction because the secret ingredient was that it was made with Velveeta and she wanted to like blow my mind Shock you. by saying yeah which I'm like uh, I mean it's not that it's not that mind blowing but also no, like really not. you should I think that you should be able to have informed consent over eating Velveeta fudge you know what I mean like you should know that like what if I had a terrible Velveeta allergy you don't yeah, know I don't think you could it's probably not possible because there's nothing <laughs> Actually, a food in it. It's just it plastic. It just passes through right? your body and comes out in the same exact form that it originally was in. Uh, Casey, <laughs> what's going on? It's happening. It's been a, it feels like it's been so long since we did this podcast and it was only a one week. Same. It's, well, it's, actually, yeah, that's right. Happy, uh, but also happy International Women's Day, I guess. Yeah. I guess it is. Who I knew it was Women's History Month. Sure, sure. We're living it. We're living we it, babe. Truly in the in the times <laughs> of it. Uh, yeah, history being made every day. Yeah, by For women, all all people. I guess. I uh, I've had a weird week. Yeah. It's been weird. Yeah. Let's hear it. Well, okay. So some people may have noticed that in on Instagram in some at a certain point I was just like wearing this wrist arm brace molded to my hand. Yes. yes. Like Martha in baskets and like every um Senior most women, woman in in every office, work setting. <laughs> well, I have my I have my like carpal tunnel braces that are like my yeah. mom has the same braces or whatever. Yes. Yeah, but here's what happened. So last week, what do, what do you guys know about my life? What have I shared? 
Which life have I told Guys, you about? What <laughs> do you know? Oh my god. Um so last week we moved. No, before that. Yeah, we moved. you were like yeah, in the we midst. Were, right. I'm just trying to remember what day it was that it happened. I think it was maybe like I think Thursday it was the night. I think yeah, no, yeah. I think it was the night. I think it was Wednesday night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was Wednesday night. So like Wednesday during the day, my left hand started to feel weird and yeah. like just weird, and I was kind of like, ugh. Like it felt like felt like I needed a hand massage. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. felt like tight or something. Yeah. I don't know. And I was like rubbing near my thumb, like, ah, it really hurt. I was like, almost feels like there's something in there or something. Oh, no. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. But it wasn't like super painful. It just yeah. felt strange. And then that night had dinner and I was like, oof. What is going on? It's my left hand. So it's my non-dominant right. hand. So You're I'm not, not like eating with... with it. But even yeah. just like grabbing a knife and trying to cut, I was like, oh, this is weird. This feels bad. And yeah. also I couldn't like really grip well. And I was confused as to like why all of a sudden I was having some sort of like carpal tunnel melty. Yeah. And... My it like it was so weird. So then that night it started to feel really bad. W after dinner, I like just put on those braces, those like black braces that yeah, like you have yeah. For as Casey says, elderly women in offices wear. <laughs> no, no, it's always the person that's been working at the office the longest that is like, I can't type one more thing without risking total failure of my hands. So it's always the person that's been there for 20 years that has to wear wow. those braces to go on. Yeah. So I, okay, so I put those braces on and then of course had to endure Birdie sort of like making fun of me. Sure. And that was, that's never fun because it, it forces me to try to get in touch with the fact that I'm a parent Right. And not an equal slash sibling to my child. Right. And so I can't engage in like feeling hurt <laughs> by being made fun of. Guys, you, you you're my parent. hurt. I know. But there's a difference, Casey, and you know it. Like my parents at home, especially you. I, and I really have to say, I don't know if this is a gendered thing because yeah. even though birds is non-binds is that can we just or am i abbreviate am i abbreviating it to non-binds <laughs> did i just abbreviate I, my child's uh gender to non-binds sure i mean okay well it's, people will let us know if it's not right whatever non-binds i say it to birdie all the time and birdie roll, <laughs> rolls their eyes and was like do you have to abbreviate everything i'm like yeah have we met <laughs> anyway so, yeah, but even though Birdie is non-binary, I would say there are a lot of characteristics of, like, femme 
like female interpersonal relationship characteristics with yeah because specifically with me that's been your life prior their mother yeah Mm -hmm. but anyway my but all of this to say that I I do have because I have a sister I do have a hard time sometimes with like not getting sort of like hate overusing the word triggered but like triggered or sort of just like pushed into, not pushed into, no one can push you into it, but like, you know, regressive behavior. Well, it where I'm buttons. like yeah. pushing my buttons, where yeah. I'm like relating to my kid like I would, like they're my sister and I'm a teenager, which is just like not, that's not the move. Right. Do you know what I'm right. saying? Yes. So, and I have to be aware of that because that is something that like previously in my parenting. <laughs> I I haven't had great control over and it's and it's doesn't make me feel good and it's also just like it's just not appropriate it's not good parenting just FYI <laughs> you know right. what I mean I mean listen I understand because I have certainly had my feelings hurt by my kids uh before but that's I've never shied away from saying that hurts my feelings or that hurt my feelings um, sure, but you but, don't do things. But you don't, you don't do things like, um, like sulk, or right. like um, withhold. Right. You well, know, you don't, like you shouldn't do any of those things. <laughs> to ever I know. To anyone. I know. But I. I no, but I'm saying. I'm saying like it, when you know. I was a kid, yes, those yes. were my. That was like yes. the way I would yes. deal with things. Yes. But you can't. You don't do that to your children i don't do that in my interpersonal relationships now but i'm saying that that there are certain things with birdie now as a teenager yeah that push my buttons in such a specific way that i feel like a teenager again specifically i feel like i'm like fighting with my sister yeah and then as a teenager and then I react in right. ways that I would have as a teenager. Right. And this is a thing I have like done active work on. I continue to like be aware of and try to do active right. work on. And all of this to say that that was sort of happening. And pushing your buttons a little and bit. And pushing my buttons that night. And I was like wearing this brace and whatever. And also I've just like, my body was just like hurting last week. I did have my period. Let's. Okay. I'd be real. Mm-hmm. But it was just so fucking weird. So then, you know, Birdie and I are like sleeping in the same bed together. It's a lot. So it's a lot. We're really, like, yeah, it's a lot. So yeah, I woke up at like four in the morning, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I've broken my hand in my sleep. Like, I thought, Casey, when I tell you that I thought I had somehow broken my fucking hand in my sleep, it was so painful. I couldn't make a fist. I couldn't use my fingers. Like, it felt like it felt broken. Yeah. Like, and I, it was totally immobile. Like, I couldn't do anything. And I was just like sobbing in pain. And I took Advil and I was like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I just didn't know what to do, you know? Right, right. 
And I just tried to like breathe, I guess, through it. Took I took the Advil. I put like some CBD cream that I had on it. Right. And I was like, this is weird. And the next morning, Ray, who, by the way, I just want to say it's been Ray's last day for literally a month. Yeah, and he's, I, like a, he's like a New York City store that's going out of business. You know, I said to him, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he is. I said to him, I was like, I feel like we should do a movie, like a short or something called Ray's Last Day, where it's like, just starts with his phone ringing at like 7 a.m. And he like answers it. And it's me. And I'm like, hey, babe. So listen, I don't remember where we stand with my flights to South by, but um, could you look into that? Because also I was thinking that I probably need another outfit and da 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 And then he like is like, my last day was three weeks ago. <laughs> He's going to have to fake Stop his own death. Calling me busy. <laughs> um, but he did, he, he, this is truly his last moments as my assistant. But it just takes a lot to untangle. Yeah. We're a yeah. real enmeshed little pair right I now. I understand. I mean, I've been an assistant to folks before and then moved on to other jobs and got still got a lot of calls about the the thing that only I knew. Well, I did ask Raymond to put together a master doc for me. There you of go. All yeah. of the things that only he knows. Yeah. That would be helpful. Names and places and <laughs> where where things are buried. Passwords and <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but like so so Ray showed up and I was like, I don't know what is wrong with me. I can't use this hand. Ray, help. So he called my knee surgeon. Yeah. Which is genius. Yeah. And was like, busy thinks she broke her hand. They, but she doesn't know what the heck happened. And they're like, okay, just have her come in. And then when I was on my way there, her nurse, well, the scheduling nurse called me and was like, uh, your doctor got you into the hand specialist here at the oh, hospital. Okay. So go to the hand specialist. So I went and saw the hand specialist. And... They did like an ultrasound of my tendons. Okay. And I was like, yeah, you have a lot of inflammation in this tendon in your thumb. And I was like, okay. But then I was like, oh, it's so weird. And then it still is like, it's super painful. And then they did an x-ray and he's like, and you have inflammation. We can see there's no breaks. There's no like, you didn't break your hand in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't, sir. <laughs> um, but he was like, there's inflammation in your actual joint too, like in your bone joint yeah. thing. You can see where there's inflammation, I guess, in between bones. It's like white or something. Anyway. Okay. All right. So then he sent me over across the street at the hospital to get this like custom made, specially made brace that they're like, wear it. You, you're going to have to wear it for the next 14 days and keep your hand like basically immobile mm -hmm. most of the day and go get this, you know, whatever the arthritis cream is. I can't remember the name of it. Ben Gay? Yeah. No. It's got, it's like Val, hot. Val, Valcran. It's literally, I think it's called Valcran. I'm not kidding. I think <laughs> I believe called, you. 
I think it's called Valkyrie. I'm going to look it up. But um, it's in the other room. And I was like, okay. Um, no, that's non-combustible cladding materials. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Your hand could probably use that too. Uh well, anyway, you got the cream. I got the cream. Yeah. I was in so much pain. And it was crazy. And it did not subside. And I was like, I I, I don't know. Like, I, it, I, uh, uh, uh. Voltaren, Voltaren is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. All right. Voltaren. Anyway. Prescription Voltaren. Is that prescription? It's not over the counter. Gel. No, Gel. it's over the counter. It's over oh, the counter. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. It sounds could, very prescription-y and exclusive. It totally does. And it feels like I've like, I was like, I've never seen this cream. Where do I buy this cream? <laughs> this is obviously a specialty cream. Where do I get it? You're like, literally any drugstore, anywhere. <laughs> you can get it everywhere. In fact, I was like, oh. And then you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, this, yeah. It's, it's always been, been there. All, I've not been looking. Right, because I didn't need my Voltaren. But now you, now you do. Well, so anyway, Friday, same thing. Friday night, in fact, I was in so much pain. It was just bad. It was so weird. Huh. Weird is like the best word to describe it. Because I was like, I kept kind of like, I like it hurt. It sort of moved, but it also was just like, like if I tried to... First of all, I could not make a fist ever. Like that was like last, like it it did not, my hand did not work to make a fist. I couldn't hold, even with the brace on, I couldn't like hold anything. Yeah. I couldn't, I had no mobility in like any of my fingers or my thumb or my wrist. Like I couldn't Hmm. move my wrist around. Yeah. Without like excruciating pain. Yeah. And so, yeah, Friday was rough. And I was just, like, in a bad fucking mood. It sucks to have pain. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And Ray's, there's Ray. He's just grabbing my credit card. <laughs> just go do some Buying himself a goodbye present. <laughs> what should I get him for his goodbye present? Just tell him to get what he wants. Whatever you want at Williams Sonoma, it's on me. <laughs> You're going to oh, oh wait, do you have a coupon? <laughs> uh, okay, I I have one too. Would that be amazing if you made him use a coupon to buy his own goodbye present? No, he's going it. to Bed Bath and Beyond to get me <laughs> mini muffin pans because and a hand mixer because, um, I have some rotten bananas. I have some bananas oh, that have sure. that are ready to go. Yeah, I thought of Chrissy Teigen and I was like, damn it, yes. only. It, you could she have was dropped them off at Christie's town, house and she would take care of them for you. I know, but um, that was a good. Here. That was yeah. That was, was a, a great good use moment of the internet on social media. Okay, so Friday, yeah, miserable, miserable, bad mood, bad hand, just all bad. Saturday, I decided to go. No. Saturday was still... Wait, was Saturday still bad too? What day is today? Uh, today is Tuesday. You always love to know the exact day that something happened. Yeah, it's very important to me. 
<laughs> I remember reading in Casey Rose Wilson's book when she was like, stop trying to pinpoint the exact day something happened. Just say any day. No one will care. And I was like, that's so funny. I wonder if I do that. But it's important to you to know the day that something Is happened. Is it, was that for me in her book? <laughs> It could be. I assume a lot of people do it. I assume probably everyone does it. Well, you know what else I get really hyped about? And I learned in uh, therapy. Well, this is like I didn't need to learn in therapy, but I did learn in therapy. (laughs) Yeah. That it doesn't actually matter. But I'm a real fucking stickler for like, no, 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 wait. Let me read you the text that the person sent me. Wait, let me. I need you to see the email. And part of it stems from I, when I was a kid, I think I had a propensity to exaggerate, you know, Mm -hmm. and I come from a family that like loves to tell a good story. Right, right. And sometimes like facts and figures are fudge. Fudge, fuzzy, fudgy. Fuzz, fuzz, fuzzy, like fo- Fozzie Bear. Sometimes Embroider, they're just yes. <laughs> they're just Fozzie Bear. Yeah, and uh, and it in my as I've like gotten older, <laughs> as I've gotten older, and done like a lot of therapeutic work, therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I realized that like those things are meaningful to me, like to know it grounds me in the truth. Got it. So when I say like, I need to know what day it was. Got it. It's because I don't want to tell you that I was in pain for five days when in actuality it was three. It was three. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Okay. So you're always like documenting everything like you're a suspect in a crime or a real housewife. Correct. I mean, that, (laughs) yes. You know, I have to say, I'm circling back to this pitch that Ray had for me eight months ago that I should be on the neck. I should be on Real Housewives of New York. Yeah. Why not? I mean, at this point, why not? (laughs) Like, that is actually... Yeah. Why the fuck not? (laughs) I could put you in touch with Andy Cohen, but I feel like you'll run into him before I'll talk to him. I mean, saw him at Via Carrada. (laughs) But I could have. I could have. Anyway. So in pain for many days. Wow. So, so, okay, wait. So, but this is important. The dates are important. Okay. So then, so then Saturday... So it was like, and it was like sort of flowing, like the pain would like spike and get real fucking bad. Yeah. But at no time did it get better to the point where I was like, there's no pain. Right. It was always there. Or like I could move my hands, my hand, my thumb, Mm -hmm. my fingers, whatever. Also, simultaneously to this, I feel like this deserves a mention. Mm Mm-hmm. You know that spot on my right knee that hurts that I was going to get the shot in and then I didn't get the shot in? Yeah. That also was flaring up. Also Mm. in a lot of pain. Yeah. Like sort of consistently. Yeah. Saturday night, again, I was like woke, woke up in the middle of the night and it was truly excruciating. And I was like, well... 
something's got to give. Like this is yeah. just the something's happening here. Yeah. And earlier in the day, I was like talking to a friend on the phone and was like, should I go to urgent care and get an x-ray? Like yeah. a, another just full x-ray. I'm like, something's wrong with my hand. I can't do anything. Right. So anyway, four in the morning, crying hysterically, didn't want to wake anyone up because that's rude. Right. Yeah. Just, just going to try to handle it yourself. Here's what I did. I looked up Louise Hay. Okay. You know, heal your body, heal yes. your life. Yeah. We've talked about her before on yeah. the pod. Yeah. And I looked up what, and then I was just like searching online, like Eastern medicine, like reasons for pain in left wrist, hand, yeah, whatever. Literally be like, and then I did like a meditation, a guided meditation thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is about like unresolved issues with my sister that are being exacerbated by Birdie and my like proximity slash relationship right now in this moment. In this tiny uh-huh, bedroom. In this tiny one bedroom place. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm not going to say that Mark got the easier end of the deal. <laughs> you know, like, I won't say that because he's like, he's like staying in a hotel, basically, you know, and like, yeah, it, that's not with, yeah. but he does get cricket. Who's like a love bug and, and they love each like other. Goes to bed early. Yeah. And, and entertains like just a, herself. Just a kid. A lot. Yeah. 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 And isn't like, you know, isn't asking the hard questions. Yeah. You know teenagers I mean? are, you know, teenagers are different than mm-hmm. non-teenagers. And you pick, it's like, yeah. Yes. Easy going. Yeah. Easy going. We talked about that. That that second kid in, in a situation similar to both of us have had are, is always easygoing and also deferential to everything that's going on around them, usually in my experience. Yeah. And, but anyway... But so pros and cons to both situations. Yeah. yeah. You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. Because you can't compare challenges because you're also no. two different people. Right. Exactly. That's the truth. Guys, legit just turned to Ray, who's, it's been his last day for f- six weeks. <laughs> and said, wait, is my athletic greens coming? And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, thank mm-hmm. God for Ray to tell you that your athletic greens are coming because you need to restock. My AG1. Yes. Also, you know what's kind of fun is this building has a package room, which I accidentally got locked in last week. <laughs> but it's fun to see how many other people in the building are getting athletic greens and AG1. And I oh, I love that. From the box. That's amazing. Now, do I leave a little note? Please use our code. No, I didn't because they need to listen to the podcast. (laughs) I don't, I mean, well, you could leave a note saying if you listen to our podcast, you might get a code for next time you order this. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, that's just good good guerrilla marketing for that is good guerrilla marketing (laughs) for the podcast and for athletic greens. It's like a whisper campaign. (laughs) 
We love, we love Athletic Greens. Casey and I love it. It's Here's so the nice good. thing. Here's the nice thing about doing this podcast. When we decided to do ads, we were like, gotta just really like the products that we're using. And like, you know, we need to try everything before we tell you guys to get into it. And Athletic Greens is one, AG1, that we both and our families yes. like have gotten super on board with. Yes. It's one scoop of Athletic Greens, guys. And you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, super foods. I said that right. <laughs> Probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. You can literally just put it, the scoop into a cup of water and drink it. It tastes that good. Like it's nice it's stuff, to drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can also, as I do, put it in a smoothie in the morning, which I like to do. And Birdie now, I can sometimes get it in the smoothie with Birdie, which oh, is amazing. Great. That's great. Well, that's really good. Um, I feel like I there's a noticeable difference when I include it in my in in my day. It's also ketogenic, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. One less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, artificial anything, and it still tastes delicious. Yeah. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. These are all things that we need. These are all positive things. I feel like because it's all in one, it's all in one nutritional insurance, but it also just I feel like okay I'm good I'm I'm good now I did it right you know and other people agree Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews it's also recommended by tons of professional athletes not that I'm uh, comparing myself to a professional athlete but if it works for them and what they put their body through it's certainly working for me right now guys it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially because flu colds they're, They're still always going to be there. Yeah. They're always yeah. going to be there waiting to get you. It's just one scoop in a cup with water every day or in your smoothie like Casey and I do it. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash busy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash busy and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Olive and June. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That was so dumb. I I do love it though. Olive and June. Get your nails done with the Manny system at Olive and June. It's such a great name, too. It's Olive and June. It's such a great name. It's yes. so cute. The Olive and June Manny system comes with all the tools you need to give yourself manicures or pedicures. It's super easy. It comes with Poppy, the little patented brush handle that steadies the brush so you can paint your non-dominant 
wait, you can paint your dominant hand with your non-dominant hand easily. Right. Um, and your nails never look like they were painted by, you know, a four-year-old. <laughs> um, but also like the quality of the polish is just amazing. The colors are fantastic. It's remarkable. And it's the affordability factor, guys. We suggest, we love. We tell you we all the time. We tell you all the time. Just get it. If you've been waiting, today's your day. Get the Olive and June Manny system. Comes with six polishes, all the tools you need. Breaks down to just $2 a Manny. And it lasts forever. The polish is so good. I don't, I'm not the type of person that's particularly careful with a manicure because I'm like everything, if, if it can't survive my life and what I'm doing with my hands, then it's not for me. And no joke, when I tell you I have my hands in water, doing dishes, doing everything with an, an Olive and June Manny and they last two weeks minimum for me. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what? what I'm going to say. I just had an idea. You know, it'd be super fun. What? If you and a few of your girlfriends yes. got Manny systems and then had like a Manny party. So Because fun. also uh, on IGTV, there's also on, and on their website on oliveandjune.com, they have little tutorials on how to do it. Yes. How to do the very best version of your nails. And I don't know. I just think that'd be fun. And then you could like have some wine and then you could watch... One of the shows. I don't know. Whatever. That Guys, seems like I a don't good, know. That seems just like seems a fun. perfectly good night to me. I'm just really missing my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think you want to be invited to an Olive and June Manny well, party. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind an invite. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, guys. Getting beautiful Salon Perfect Nails at home. You know it. it's a dream come true now. Thanks to Olive and June, our faves. Your new nail life is here. Get that nail life. Visit oliveandjune.com slash busy for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash busy for 20% off your first Manny system. Okay, anyway. So... Like had this like weird meditation, Google deep dive. Epiphany. Epiphany. And I was just like, I have to focus on, I'm like, I don't even know what it is, like what the issues are that I'm still holding on to. I'm like, I have to let it go. Like We have to let this go. Yeah. She's not your sister. Your sister's, you love your sister. Yeah. You're not a teenager. Like... Your sister's amazing and you guys are adults and Birdie is a child, your child and has their own experiences and is trying to exist in this most difficult of all of the times. If we're being, I mean, for American teens, probably this is the worst. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best with all the upheaval. I mean, I don't know, like during the industrial revolution or whatever, like when like children had to work. But right. In well, in listen to fairness, right? Yeah. Things have always been rough for somebody in this here country and on this here mm, planet. Mm, mm, mm. And like not comparing uh other situations, but like in Birdie's lifetime, this is probably the roughest or one of the rougher times that Birdie has lived through. 
and and I mean, that, and probably will ever. I would say, hopefully, Maybe. God willing, God hopefully, willing. fuck, um, yes, hopefully, yeah, and and that's and you know when the vibes of one person in the family extend to the other people in the family, and you know. So I'm bringing this all up it. not to like put my child on blast. You understand? No, no. I'm just trying to like explain to you all you guys at home, my friends, just that like there is for sure. I really do believe that there is, uh, you know, a, a mind body connection yeah. and that, you know, you can hold that it is true. The bo- yeah. body body keeps the trauma. The body keeps the score. The body holds the trauma. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. It's also similar to that. What I mentioned that Dr. John Sarno, the healing back pain guy that right. was like, your pain and your injury is real. It is my belief that your emotional feelings are helping to cause the injury and so all you need to do is like to get started to start to feel better if that is the case is acknowledge that you're having like an emotional issue and like you said you don't even really have to get to the bottom of it I couldn't I didn't even know what the fuck it was it was like it's like but it just in this moment of whatever in at four in the morning I was like oh it's got to be something in this world. <laughs> like, right. I don't right. fucking know what it is, but it's got to be something here. Right. And then I like ended up falling back asleep on the sofa with my hand in my brace, like still couldn't move, you know, couldn't move. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, okay. I fell back asleep for a few hours and uh, I woke up and it wasn't, it was still terrible and still really <laughs> painful. And, uh, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go do an infrared sauna vibe yeah they're like at a place you know and I booked it and Mark was like yeah no worries of course so I went into this infrared sauna for an hour yeah and I did one of my Hoffman meditations while I was in there oh good okay guys if you don't meditate I get it because I've for years been like yeah what I don't I can't okay fine I know that it's like something I'm supposed to do, but it's just too fucking hard. But I do have to say, I am a believer now in these guided meditations. Yeah. And you know who has fucking great ones? Who? Chani. Oh, Chani. From from Chani on her app. I pay for her app. I love it. I think it's like, it's pretty expensive, I think. Is it nine dollar nine dollars a year? I don't know. <laughs> is that a, is that a, is that a lot? Nine dollars a month? I don't know what it is. I don't, it's something. I don't know. I mean, three dollars. What do people pay for apps? Well, it, it depends what the app is, and it depends. Some are free with ads. Some are several dollars a month. Some are one dollar a month. Some are like seventy dollars a year. I've paid for certain apps that I've needed. Excuse me. Yeah, it's true. It depends on you know. Okay. Depends on what you're trying well, for to accomplish. A hor- like for a horoscope moon thing, I don't know if you want yeah. to pay that much. But I highly recommend the app. I love it. And um, yeah, it does give you your horoscopes. Listen to the week ahead. Your 2022 horoscope. But then it gives you... She has this whole meditate section. Hmm. And so I really love her voice. Yeah. 
Her voice is so soothing. Oh, um, that's, that's great. But well, anyway, so I, I, do, wanna, I was doing those. Mm-hmm. The, one thing I want to say is that like, you know, meditation, I read something interesting this week about how meditation isn't right for some people because being that still and like clearing your mind actually just leaves room for like you to relive some trauma. I don't yes. know. I don't know exactly like what the science and details are on that. But I also just know on a on a like less less um serious level it's hard to it feels hard to steal 10 or 20 minutes like especially if you're spending it on yourself but I do want to point out that like if you can't do a guided meditation or you feel like that's not for you or like your mind wanders first of all like people do call it a meditation practice you do get better as you practice it but if it's really and truly not for you there are meditate there are things that you can find meditation in it's like personal to you you know whether it's like garden is meditative for you or like washing dishes or whatever you can find me- going for a walk you don't ap- you don't absolutely have to like sit still in you know a still but position even to- can I tell you like even my, when I had that guy that was like my meditation teacher yeah even I was like really guys I was really trying <laughs> a couple of years ago he said something to me that was very helpful, which was, you don't have to sit still while you're meditating. Your eye itches, like it's your eye. You yeah. want to, you feel all of a sudden like your foot's falling asleep. Move your leg. Like, yeah, that's not, you don't totally disengage from your body when, you know, Right. Especially in like early, we're not, you guys, we're not like not meditation masters. Punish we're not yourself. Like, <laughs> well, but yeah, but like, we're also not like the Beatles, like right, in right. like <laughs> the sixties or whatever, like, like, yeah. you know, on some meditation retreat and like in some state, we're just, you're just trying to like get back in touch with yourself, yeah. your body. Yeah. And like what's coming up for you and things do come up and then like, and thoughts come up and like to-do lists come up and all of these things. And sometimes I have really like in meditation, you can like tell the certain things to like, okay, but just go away for one second. The thing that was so helpful in Hoffman is that they, is this thing that they ask you to do the quad check they call it the quad <laughs> check but it's where you like essentially close your eyes it's like five minutes every morning and you're like intellect what you know like you ask your intellect what it needs from you that day I know I've gone over this guys but I'm just saying sometimes separating out that piece right. of it and right. saying like okay intellect before I get into this meditation what is it that you need me to know and like sitting for just like a minute with your eyes closed and you're like Right. The dry cleaning needs to be picked up before five. Da 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 da. And write it down on a piece of paper. And right. then you kind of have more space to be able to go into it. So anyway, yeah. Back to me in the infrared sauna. <laughs> yes. And my hand is so much pain. <sighs> so go over to the infrared sauna. Also, I had had to apologize to Mark because I was a real jerk to him on Friday. Yeah. yeah. No, on Saturday. Okay. So it, yeah. So like yeah. So I had to apologize. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just in so much. I've been in so much pain and I'm not being, I'm not being nice and I'm sorry. And he's like, well, I get it, buddy. Anyway, 
So I go to the infrared sauna. I do my Hoffman 23-minute guided meditation in the sauna. Yeah. And I was really like, a lot of times when I do infrared saunas, I'm like doing other things while I'm in there. Like I'll read or I'll do whatever. I was really like, just got to focus on letting go of whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. Healing this wrist. And I had a pretty deep, wild meditation where I like, I had a few words that came to me. And the heat felt so good. And then like got out, but my wrist still was like, it was still very fragile and felt like not better, you know? And then I was walking home and like essentially almost crying again. Like just like, yeah. I wanted it to be fixed. I thought this was going to work. My meditation. Yeah. And like infrared saunaing. And anyway, I went home and it was beautiful. That day was beautiful. It turned, it was like raining in the morning and then it was like gorgeous out. So I got cricks and Mark and Cricket and I like went for a little walk and then Cricket was annoyed and just wanted to play video games. And then (laughs) we had a, we had like a, she and I had like a discussion okay. about, you know, appropriate ways to talk to your parents. Oh, good. Okay. And then I had to take Gina to get poop bags, <laughs> which were like sold out everywhere. Casey, oh, listen. I'm convinced the reason why this city is covered in shit is because you can't buy a fucking poop bag to save your life. That's interesting. Huh. Supply chain? Seems like the kind of thing that wouldn't be held up in the supply chain, but... Maybe. I don't know. People haven't really been talking about the supply chain. Why isn't it being... Why aren't poop bags sold in every bodega, in every CVS, in every drugstore, right next to that arthritis cream? I know. That's a really good question. I know we use, um, like plant-based poop bags. Same, same. And I know sometimes those are like a little harder to find, but I also don't want to preserve my dog's poop forever in a landfill. So, you know, sealed, hermetically sealed up in a bag. I thought that they were, I thought all poop bags are like those greenies bags now. Whatever. Not greenies the brand, but like... No, yeah, I know. Like green... Not plastic. I don't think so. I think they still sell plastic ones, but I don't know. That seems crazy. Yeah. It's... I mean, seems weird. Well, Gina's are are the same. They're the those same ones. But anyway, I took her to the dog store. The guy was like, we're out. Hmm. And I was like, that's crazy. This dog's definitely going to poop on the way home. (laughs) And he was really nice. And he's like, you know what? Let me just take, I'm just going to open one of these like containers and just give you the bag, like the, the oh. little roll, that, roll yeah. that came with the thing. But I didn't yeah. need the carrier because I already have a carrier. Right. So he gave me a, he gave me a roll and that was nice of him. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and um, yeah. And then went home and like at some point, I started to notice that like my hand felt 
was starting to feel like I could move my fingers and I didn't feel like sharpshooting horrible yeah. pain. Okay. And then I like took the brace off and was like, well, let's see what it's like without the brace on. And I was like, huh, interesting. It feels okay. Like sensitive, but okay. Yeah. And not even a joke by that night. Oops, sorry. <laughs> by that night, totally fine. Oh, good. And like by Monday morning, w- literally 100% fine. Interesting. What does it mean? Well, I'll say this. Okay. So first I want to talk about inflammation, which is what the doctor told you. I'm not a doctor. I'm just telling you, you guys know that I love science and you know that I love woo-woo stuff. And I love the intersection of science and woo-woo stuff. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about inflammation, which can be caused by external factors. It can Mm -hmm. be caused by injury, but it can also be caused sometimes by like hormones in your body that come from Mm -hmm. stress, like emotional stress. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And so think about it, like inflammation, I know that people know what inflammation is, but to liken it to something very common that I think that everyone can identify with that's very relatable is like a stuffy nose. Congested nose is inflammation, right? Mm -hmm. And it kind of comes and goes. Oh my God, I had pregnancy stuffy nose. Yeah, you know, and that's that's from like hormones that were going through your body. We both complain certain foods make our nose stuffy. and But that's like a really common case of like inflammation. But like, you know, that in the course of like 15 minutes, your nose can go from being completely stuffed to like you can breathe out of one nostril mm-hmm. and then sure. you like tilt your head a certain way and you can breathe out of the other nostril and people have all kinds of tips and tricks uh, and, you know, rely on things like Afrin, which reduce that inflammation, but don't mm-hmm. get hooked on Afrin. We've talked about Afrin addiction in the past and like rebound congestion, whatever. But that's a really simple example of inflammation. But I think that, you know, it, it makes a certain amount of sense. It doesn't make sense. Like you want everything to be instant, when you're acknowledging inflammation, but anything that is going to work on your inflammation seems like it'll take a little time, whether it's the rice method, rest, ice, compression, elevation for like a twisted ankle. That's what they always Mm -hmm. told us. But like also maybe we need to add like ew to rice. So rest, ice, compression, elevation, and then ew is emotional work. You know, like maybe you need to like think it through, you know, think through like what's going on in your life. But I um, sent this thing to my son the other day, this interesting TED talk about... um, about how childhood trauma like affects your hormones and how uh I I want to find it. Hold on. I know it's obnoxious to google things. Um but um I just thought I don't it was, think it's obnoxious. I literally just did it. Well, while, I know that we my were computer- talking. <laughs> um my computer makes a lot of noise when I um uh Google things and I talk like I'm having a little bit of a stroke. But um okay, so 
Okay, how childhood trauma affects health across a lifetime. I just want to read the description because when I watched this TED Talk that is from years ago, from September 2014, it has 9.4 million views, so you've probably already watched it. But in case you haven't, um, How Childhood Trauma Affects Health Across a Lifetime by Nadine Burke-Harris. Childhood trauma isn't something you just get over as you grow up. Pediatrician Nadine Burke-Harris explains that the repeated stress of abuse, neglect, and parents struggling with mental health or substance abuse issues has real tangible effects on the development of the brain. This unfolds across a lifetime to the point where those who've experienced high levels of trauma are at triple the risk for heart disease and lung cancer, an impassioned plea for pediatric medicine to confront the prevention and treatment of trauma head on. Now, I'm not saying that we've all been traumatized by, you know, not every single person listening to this has all been traumatized by emotional abuse or neglect. A lot of people have, not everyone. But what I'm saying is probably it's if if that type of of upbringing childhood can like cause you to then have heart disease later in your life on a smaller scale other traumas can definitely make your wrist hurt right like it just it makes sense and it doesn't make sense to me that western medicine doesn't do a lot of talking about that emotional emotional component, component. yes well yes i just it's so you know <sighs> Sorry, I'm popping a can. I know. Is it a Bev? <laughs> Ma'am, Maybe. it is 11 a.m. <laughs> um, listen. Yes. And I'm just a firm believer in all that stuff. But I guess one thing that has become abundantly clear to me is that it never stops. The work never stops. No. You can't let your God down for a second. It'll come back and get you every time. <laughs> you're and right. you feel like your wrist is broken. You are 100% right. And also, you know, I don't know if you can identify with this, but like these are realizations that I have over and over in my life. And then every fucking time something new happens, I'm like, oh, no, what now? And I completely forgot that I had this, like, revelation last time I was going through something. And I just act like it's a totally new problem. And, like, and, like, I don't intuitively know how to begin to tackle the problem. And I have to rediscover it every time. And I'm like, what kind of, like fucking amnesia do I have? You know, it happens in my writing, but it happens particularly in like emotional work surrounding, you know, mind body stuff where I just forget that I ever went through it. I think it's got to be some sort of protective device. Maybe. Self-preservation is all I'm saying. Probably. I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing. I have like long, you know, I've long not made fun of, but like, yeah, maybe I rolled at like the white lady diseases. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And here she is, 42. Right. right. Riddled with pain. Like, and I just feel like. Yeah, the Louise Hay stuff is super interesting, very similar to 
your guy. Yeah, Dr. Sarno. Dr. Sarno. Because it really, like, both of them really latch into this idea that, like, it's not that the pain isn't real. It's not that you don't even have, like, that you don't have injury. Like, you right. may have actual injury. But you have to sort of be able to tell your body, like, what is appropriate and what's not. And the things that you say, like, the power of your own words. Right. Deeply affect your person, your body, your shell. And, you know, like, like when you think about a person who's like, oh, I know, I'm just like always sick. Right. Well, that person is always sick. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're a person who's like, oh, I never get, I never get colds. I don't get, I don't get colds or flu. Like, I'm just always good. Like, those people rarely get sick. It just is a fact. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I was going to say that, you know, to not realize that it works in one way when we so regularly celebrate when it works in the opposite way, meaning that when people say, oh, it's like mind over body, like when athletes say, like, I just believe I can. And so I do. And, you know, and how many times have you heard a story of someone who's like a really hard worker and they were like pushing through some pain, like mentally pushing through some pain to get through something. And then like they go to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, you should have been in the hospital like a month ago, you know, more like, wow, that person's really tough as nails. You know, they're so gritty and they've really Really, like mind over mattered it and like but in a way that's probably not the best <laughs> like you know they really like used their mind powers over their body to keep going long past when they should have probably shut it down for a little bit to like to heal you know so it works both ways but I think we're more celebratory of it when we're like when you get a medal yeah, when you get metal. Yeah, you really used your mind to like um go out and, you know, do yeah, gymnastics and like uh and and injure yourself for life, like injuries that you'll carry with you because you really pushed it past your your, you know, human limitations or whatever. But then in we don't think of it as much working in the opposite way when you can like use your mind to be like, okay, like how are like certain thoughts or feelings that I'm having like affecting the way that my body's working. But you know, I mean, it's so obvious. What little kid doesn't get a stomachache on Sunday before school? You know what I mean? And that's like a very real stomachache, you know? And so lucky... It hurts. (laughs) Lucky is the little kid whose parent like gets it and puts it together and is like, I know what this is. It's Sunday scaries, right? So, you know, but unlucky is the little kid whose parent is like, you're making it up because you just don't want to go to school tomorrow. It's like, no, it's like all these things are true. (laughs) I don't want to go to school tomorrow. And it is a very real stomach ache and help because I'm little. And help because I'm little. I'm a kid. I'm not your teenage sister. (laughs) But I'm glad Uh, you figured it out. And I'm glad your, your hand got better. I mean... Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. But, I, you know, I also just feel like I do have some continuing work to do in terms of 
my the things the stories I tell myself about myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the stories I tell myself about my body or what I need or what I'm missing. You know what I mean? Like I just I've been really hard on myself, especially recently. Like just not kind and like really mean to myself about my body again. And like that's a bummer and I hate it, you know? And and that was another thing that I realized, like, in my meditation. Anyway, it just, um, it's all a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Right now. I mean, I think that also makes a certain amount of sense. How mean can you be? How emotionally mean can you be to your body before your body starts fighting you back a little bit? Totally. And it's like, fuck you. I'm not doing this then. Yeah. Well, I get it, body. <laughs> I've been a real dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's hard, I'm mean right? To you. It's, yeah. It's, it's so hard. And we're so intrinsically like tied to what, like, we think that our bodies are ourselves. And, you know, and it is in a way because your body is like a result of choices of what you're doing with it and how you're spending time with it. Um, but also like your body is a machine that, you know, that is kind of independent of who your actual self is. So it doesn't always do what you wish it would do. It doesn't always work the way that you wish it would work. Um, and sometimes things go wrong and you have to address them as your person and not as your, like your person and your body have to work together to address issues that come up. But then sometimes when things go wrong with your body, it makes your person feel like a failure. And, you know, and and, and it's very mixed up, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, people are always trying to make sort of facile analogies like about mental health care. Like you wouldn't be ashamed if your leg was broken right, to go right, get that right. taken care of. So, you know, what's the difference between your mental health and your leg? But it's, I know, you know, from from being myself and from being my person and my body and trying to work together, my person and my body, that it's sometimes a little more complicated than that. It's not that easy. Well, it's like truly stunning to me that like exactly what you said, that it's like, kind of a thing that you have to keep reminding yourself over and over again. Yeah. And you forget and then it like pops back up. Oh, Sakara. You know I love it. Me too. The I'm at a point in my life where everything is just about how my guts feel and my guts uh-huh. just feel so much better with Sakara in my life. Well, because the thing is... Um, you know, Saqqara are delicious plant-rich meals, functional wellness essentials that build a foundation for radiant health. They are delivered directly to your door. And, you know, they do have like programs that you can do, but you can also like do a few days a week and just sort of supplement with their delicious ready-to-eat meals. Um that nourish your body with whole organic ingredients and retrain your palate, help you 
break up with your sweet tooth for good. I really feel different when I go, when I do my Saqqara. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because the food is so good. It tastes so delicious. Yeah. It's I really love those, thoughtful. Like, kelp, kelp noodle situations. Oh yeah. Are my yeah. favorites. So good. Well, Saqqara is a wellness company anchored in the idea that food is medicine. So they're on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Um, they give you the tools that you need to transform your life with their organic, ready-to-eat meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials. So it's not just meals. It's like meals, snacks, and... Oh, wait. You know. Where's my little bottle? I had my bottle right here. I was putting the... You know, I put the chlorophyll in my water. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart. I love the like... Yeah, it's like their little dropper of chlorophyll and I put it in my water. It helps me in many ways, boost my energy, supports my digestion, gets my skin glowing. I love it all. Um, guys, Sakara's received rave reviews from everyone. Vogue, Goop, New York Times, Busy Phillips. <laughs> that covers it. That's the entire That's spectrum. <laughs> but truly, Sakara, long before they advertise on this here podcast, they were a favorite of mine. When we were doing Busy Tonight, I would yes. get Sakara. Yes. And I loved it. It just like kept me on the right track. I loved the little meals. I loved, they're not little, but like, I like the meals. They're personal. They're personal. Personal for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and right now you guys can try it. Sakara's offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash busy. Or you can enter code busy at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash busy to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash busy. Faria, 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 Faria. That's the perfect song for Faria. It really is. I mean, it just, it can't be beat. Better sex <laughs> with or without your partner, Faria. I mean, it says it all. Sure. Foria is, it's really a must have in your bedside table, everyone. I know we've told you about Foria a number of times. We remain huge fans because who doesn't want better sex? We talked so much today about like mind body connection. Like, sex is a thing that your body needs. Imagine. Just for a second, if you will, the best sex you've ever had, the best orgasm you've ever had. And now imagine it could be better with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms. Who? Who is Foria? Well, Foria is not a who. It's a product that uses all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. A major cult following, serious cult following. We're members with tens yeah, of thousands of people. Among tens of thousands of people who have had their sex lives transformed through using Foria's products. Go Here, scroll through the real testimonials, guys. Just, I mean, just for fun. It's like, it's entertaining as hell. And uh, listen, they make products that are going to transform your sexual pleasure, especially if you have a vagina or you're loving someone that has a vagina. I'm into the arousal oil, Awaken. It's like a warm-up 
Yes. For your parts. <laughs> and it, it uses like a warming sensation inducing organic botanicals that enhance arousal, sensitivity, pleasure, access to orgasm, and help ease any discomfort at all. Guys, awaken arousal oil and sex oil, biphoria, perfect combo. Peak pleasure. So yes, you have our permission to go ahead and order this. We fully endorse you to treat yourself to more deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can find it and as often as possible. And you can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash best, or you can use the code best at checkout, guys. That's Foria, F-O-R-I-A, wellness.com forward slash best. For 20% off your first order, we recommend trying the Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil. You're going to thank us and you're going to leave a testimonial. (laughs) I don't know. For me, one of the biggest things this week that I remembered, because also just it's all been a lot, right? Like I'm sure everybody listening our friends at home um, feel it. Like, it's fucking heavy, dude. It's heavy in the world. It feels unfair and, like, so hard. Just, like, the pictures of people fleeing. Like, I... <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, in our own country, all this... The continuing of like this just hateful. It's abuse, right? It's, yeah. I mean, that's it that's, is. It's really abusive. It's like feels really abusive. And yeah. um and I think that it's really hard to like, you know, I haven't been on social media that much. Like I haven't really been doing it just because it doesn't help me like yeah or it didn't or I thought it wasn't I don't know I don't know maybe it does help me maybe it does help me to like but I was doing the I was doing the cameos you know for the to raise money for Ukraine Mm -hmm. but you know Casey and I told you this and I told the lady from cameo and she's like she's like yeah put us on a I want to talk to her you guys I think Casey should be on cameo I do. So many people, like the requests that came through were people who were like huge fans of the podcast and they mentioned you and they're like, and I could tell it wasn't said, but I could feel like (laughs) they wished that you were available to do a cameo. That's very nice. That's very nice. Because a lot of it, like, have I explained, you remember when I did it back when, um, the pan pandemic started the yes, shutdown. Yes, I remember. Um, you know, a lot of what was really surprising to me about it the first time and again, I was reminded, was just like how nice it is to have a connection like with people who are listening to us weekly or who yeah. like, you know, and then to hear like what their stories are and like yes. what their what resonates with them or what you know someone that loves them 
feels about that th- this person right and right. wants you to know about the person they love I do love and that the, yeah I do I really do and like some of the things that people write like I always say it in the cameo because I'm like yeah. just so you know your husband says like this this and this about you because I think sometimes we forget all of us yeah to like say that thing to the person. Yeah. Or it's hard for some people. It's really hard to say to a person something that it would be easier to say to someone else about the person. Right, right, right. Like it's like talking nice behind someone's back. I feel like you're going to get a lot of tech, uh, uh, emails now that are going to be like, <laughs> Casey, you have to join Cameo, please. You know Let's... what's so funny is I was saying when Busy was and like, Casey, you should join Cameo. You should you do it. You don't um, have to donate all the money. You can keep the <laughs> Oh, that's another conversation. But, um, you know, I was thinking, I was saying like, if I could just have, if it was, if Cameo wasn't just videos for people, if it was like talking for a few minutes on the phone to somebody, I would love it. That is, it is. They I do know. that on Cameo now. See, that I didn't know that. I think that's so great. I don't want to do that. <laughs> that I, I do not want to do. I did make a birthday video one time for someone, uh, for someone's daughter who, and they nicely donated money to charity for me. But, you know, I always said, like, when I first started writing, I was told that doing stand-up comedy would make me a better comedy writer. And so I did it. And I really hated it. It I learned a ton, but I really hated my year of stand-up comedy. And so when I stopped doing it, people were like, why did you stop? Like, you know, you were doing well and, and people liked you, whatever. And I was like, I really just, it's not for me. I love stand-up comedy, but performing stand-up comedy is not for me. Mm-hmm. But I did think at one time, if there was ever a way to be a stand-up comedian where everybody was invited to a party and then I just talked to four people at a time for seven minutes and did like my comedy to those people and just went around the room, like like kind of like a combination between speed dating and stand-up comedy. I thought that like if that was a thing, I probably could have continued, but it's really not a thing. That's really not a thing. <laughs> Although it kind of is a thing now with the internet. That's essentially what that's essentially what Instagram is yes. for some comedians. Yes, you know, totally. or even Twitter, you could do that. But totally. all I'm saying is that Cameo is an interesting vibe. But it's that's m- much like that, much like what you just said. I can't have it on all the time. It's right, too much. Right. Yeah. It like, yeah. and then also it just feels, it's like, I want it to feel like nice and I want to be able to give my all to the people who, um, I get that. Are yeah. Paying you can, money you can do for it. Full it. Time. Yeah. You no, know, it, it's like a, it gets, it's easy to burn out on it. Yeah. You know who, um, whose cameos I so enjoy and I'm so grateful to the people that, uh, book him for cameos and then allow him to post them online is Brian Jordan Alvarez, who's been oh, the best, <laughs> who's been a guest on this podcast, but he does them as his characters. I've, and bought, I've bought one from before from him. <laughs> Did you know that? And they're so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. They're it's, so good. They're so funny. And he also includes personal details, but like that's what his comedy is. It's so specific to like details. And that's always what makes me laugh is like how granular those characters go on things. And so um, that he, I feel so lucky that people book him for cameos, but then they generously are like, I know this is funny. Everyone would love to see it. So go ahead and show it on your social media. Oh my God, I love it. So happy. (laughs) 
<sighs> Tell me how your week has been. My week has been, you know, it's fine. I um yesterday met up with like one of my longest term friends in show business, my friend Joe Honig. She uh, used to be a producer at The Daily Show and we've worked together on a bunch of things. Oh, now yeah. She, I've, now you've she, mentioned her before. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. runs Soledad O'Brien's production company now and she was in town because she was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award, which oh, that's she cool. and Soledad won for um, their documentary series, Black and Missing, um, which I have to now watch. There's just... We were talking about it yesterday. We were just like, there's just so much to watch, you know? And, um, but I want to definitely check that out. But congratulations to Joe and Soledad. But it was really, it was so nice to see her and, um, and just hang out and just think of like, all I kept thinking of, and I didn't tell her this, is just like how much we've grown up, you know, since we've known each other. It's, kind of wild. Like, you know, we were young and adults and professional uh, when we first met each other and we had really cool jobs and that was great. And, you know, but just, we're just grown up now. And it was kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of wild to think about, you know, when you touch base with someone that you've just known for so, 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 so long. How long, when did you guys meet? I know you told me this personally, oh but gosh, I can't remember. Probably like, like how old were you? I was probably oh shoot. Maybe like maybe in my late twenties, probably. So it's it's been a long time. It's been like me I I don't want to like put us on blast, but like a good 20 years, you know, that we wow. that we've known each other. 20 years is no joke. 20 years is no joke. Yeah. Like that's, that's legit. And I just love, she's just one of those people. And thank God I have people like this who are friends like this in my life who like, she's also busy. So sometimes we don't talk for a really long time. And then we link back up and it's like no time has passed and we just catch up. And social media does help with that a little bit because you feel like you're like, kind of in the know about what's happening with someone's life. But she doesn't post on social media a ton. So she knew everything that was going on with me. And I had to like catch up with stuff that was going on with her. So that was really nice. Um, And it was just nice to see her like getting some recognition for her amazing work because she's been doing amazing work for her entire career. So to Mm. see her actually having a very heavy trophy that she let me lift um, and telling me about how the night went um, at her table at the Independent Spirit Awards was the guy who uh, played the hotel manager in um, White Lotus. So that was exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> and she asked him whether the poop, uh, if you watched White Lotus, whether the poop was um, prop poop or CGI. And he, she got the tea on that. It was CGI poop, but they had prop poop standing by because they just wanted to get whatever looked the most realistic mm-hmm. on the show. But it's in the in the final thing. I guess it's CGI. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry to talk about poop for so long. We I mean, talk, honestly, I mean, we already talked about poop bags. So, what's a little CGI poop at this point? I feel like CGI poop is the best kind. <laughs> I wish dogs did CGI poops. 
Oh, God. Remember how there was like an entire movie about, <laughs> oh my God, it's so weird. Ben Stiller and Jack Black were like the whole thing was that Jack Black made an invention that made poop disappear. Dog poop. <laughs> I swear I'm not making this up. I believe you. I never doubt you when you say something exists. It's like, oh my God. It was like, it's Envy? Was that the name of a movie? Jack Black. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. 100% believe. Oh God. Yes. The movie was from 2004. And it was called Envy. And it started... Ben Stiller and Jack Black and Tim Ben Stiller has a chance to invest in the Vaporizer, <laughs> the latest harebrained venture by his friend Nick Jack Black. While the details are sketchy, Nick claims it's a chemical that can make any substance disappear. Not expecting the Vaporizer to amount to much, Tim declines only to watch the product become enormously profitable. While Tim's life falls apart, Nick's gets better, leading to an unspoken tension between the pair until the mysterious J-man, Christopher Walken, gets involved. (laughs) Poor Christopher Walken. He's always a mysterious figure. Guys, this seems insane. Has anyone watched Envy? I bet a lot of people. <laughs> the, the, the fil- Wait, no. The film was a critical and commercial failure. Oh, That's my gosh. Says. Well, I'm going to see if it's streaming because now I want to see it. Well, it's playing on Stars this okay. Sunday uh, at 5 a.m., according to my set your 5 a.m. Al- set your alarms for Envy. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, my weird. gosh. Speaking of Christopher Walken, I've been watching him and your friend Adam Scott in the show Severance. Do you know about oh, that? Yeah, Mark's, and yeah, ben Mark's Stiller been watching direct- it. Ben Stiller directed it. It's Ben Stiller's it. movie. It's I mean, kind TV of, show. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Mark really likes it. I like it, too, but I have, like... If you haven't seen it, the the concept is that there's this workplace that it does something with like, let's say tech. What was so, that? What just happened? I think like a squirrel just jumped into. No, <laughs> no, just jumped into. You guys, <laughs> just from my perspective, there was that noise that you just heard, and Casey looked up and to the right, and then like jumped like as if something were. Falling on her. I think a squirrel tried to jump from our neighbor's house to our house and like hit the wall of my house. <laughs> no, oh no! But I'm scared to go look out there. I'm gonna send one. Uh, he like, might be stunned. I He's know. probably okay. Oh my God, he's that probably was, okay. That was friggin' terrifying. That was very <laughs> scary. Oh my God. What if it was? What if it was <laughs> Jack Black? <laughs> He wants us to stop talking about envy, (laughs) failure, throwing poop on your house. Oh my god, that was so scary. (laughs) That was insane, (laughs) you guys. I don't. It probably won't be as loud on this recording as it what as it was, but also Casey is truly shook. (laughs) I can see it because it's like okay. So my house, like, not to I won't go into too much detail, but it has something called clear story windows, and so those are windows that are above eye level that just let in a lot of 
have light. And the way that the houses on my um, cul-de-sac are designed, they're close together, but they're designed very intentionally so that no one's ever looking into anyone else's house because of the way that they're facing or whatever. But where I'm sitting right now, I can see the roof of my neighbor's house and their clear story windows. And then I'm sitting with my clear story windows above me. So what I saw is like a little brown figure jump from my... (laughs) No, you did not. You saw the whole thing happen? Jump from my neighbor's roof and like try to get onto my roof. But he came... He didn't even come close to making it because I didn't... He didn't even like splat into the window. He hit the wall below. And that's what like made the big noise. If he had hit the window, (laughs) he might have come through it. But I am fucking terrified. To see what that is. <laughs> He's a rodent. He's gonna be fine. He didn't he didn't die. Oh my god. I mean it's a ranch. You know, they've got right. So it's not like, that it's not like a three-story house, guys. No. It's, it's not like Gina like, jumping off my balcony. No. It's just like t- it, it, no. and he, he was jumping he's from fine. a low part. So that's probably he's, like I'm telling you, he's seven already feet. gone. He's seven he's skittered off. He got, he's concussed. He's slightly concussed. Dear Lord in heaven. Or it's like Cricket and my favorite book from her childhood. What? She's still a child. And (laughs) that was made into a movie, Ulysses, Flora and Ulysses, about a squirrel that gets sucked into a vacuum cleaner outside and then comes out with like, magical powers like is like becomes like a superhero oh wow maybe he's a superhero yeah he could be maybe that movie is good too it's cute oh i'll have to check it out you don't know you don't need to watch it it's like if you have a kid oh, okay if you were ever had a, if you ever had like a kid over you could watch okay. it yeah i could watch it i'm okay. just saying you don't need to <laughs> there's too much like as we've established there's too much good stuff yeah. to watch yeah you can't keep up yeah like i can't i didn't i'm not even watching like when i say that like people are you, are you watching this? I'm like, oh, Mark's watching it. I don't know why he has so much more time to watch well, shows, we, but he just does. We know this about that men have more time to watch TV than women. Right. Oh, right. I remember that from when we did that talk show together. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing that we learned is that men somehow have more <laughs> free time to watch television. Huh. Interesting than women do um mm-hmm. i'm hoping that squirrel was like drunk because sometimes that happens like oh, every yeah, once in a while fermented fruit yeah we'll find and there's lord knows there's plenty of fruit around here growing and so sometimes like on the little um cinder block fence between our house and the neighbor's house you'll find like a little unconscious squirrel just like sleeping one off you know so i'm hoping that was just like a drunk squirrel overestimating his prowess his his athletic prowess and that the next time I'm drunk I'm going to refer to myself as a drunk squirrel (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um wow wow so anyway I I completely forgot what we were talking about oh severance the show severance Mark's watching well I was like sort of asking you what you were doing yeah you're best at yeah well (gasps) I think that's what I'm doing my best at. I'm I think I'm just like, you know, just trying to get out there and socialize a little bit while we're in a period where it's nice weather, you of can be respite. outside. Yeah, I feel like mostly everyone I know that would want to see me is triple vaccinated and they're cool with 
hanging out outside or in in smaller groups. So um, yeah, so that's mostly what I'm doing my best at because because if you guys are like me and you really stayed the fuck home through all of this. Casey, I think we've we've gone through this before. Casey stayed the fuck home more than anyone I know. Yeah, because, you know, my husband, like, works with the public every day. And so every day I have always felt like is day zero for us because any day he could come home having been exposed to someone. And so... You know, and so when people are like, oh, come meet my new baby, I'm like, I don't know. I want to meet your baby so badly, but I don't know that that's the best idea because, like, who knows, you know, what could be happening. So, anyway, now just meeting up with like consenting adults. But if you're like me and you have stayed home a, more than you have not, it takes a lot out of you to sit face to face, just to be like stimulated out in the world and sit face to face with someone and want to be engaged in the conversation. But I'm like, I just find myself like I lose my keys a lot when I go out. I don't know where the fuck I put my keys. I don't know like, you know, I I just feel like my hands are so full. Does that make sense? Like, you know how when you're trying to carry too many things and you just try to carry one more thing and then you drop six of the things you're trying to carry. That's what I always... Do I? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always <laughs> feel like. like literally my life. <laughs> going out in the world where I'm just like, oh, I'm, my hands are so full right now. And I mean... I don't know where my keys are or how to like work anything. Doors. I don't know how to... I was never great with doors to begin with. Well, doors are tricky. <laughs> you know... you know why? <laughs> They're like people. They're all different. They all work differently. Speaking. Every lock, every key, every every latch, every I'm, you pull, you push. We don't know. You I'm turn. so bad. I'm so bad with locks and keys and doors. And ex- what you're saying is exactly right. And I may have said this on the podcast before. I'm not sure. But when we're talking about like our feelings, our emotions, our self-esteem, our inner selves, our inner monologue, being mean to ourselves. Have I ever mentioned on the podcast like how anxiety-inducing automatic doors are for me because I am sure that they are not going to open for me. Even though I've seen a hundred people in front of me walk and walk through automatic doors, I am always still to this day at my adult age certain that the door will not open for me and that I'll walk into the automatic door. I mean, <clears throat> I get it. I actually get it very deeply. Every time I get like a little hitch, like I have to take a deep breath before I step on that mat that I know logically activates that mat and it's going to work for me. But I have to like take a deep breath and like, it's like, um, you never read Harry Potter, I don't think so. But there's like a, there's a magical train platform that you kind of like have to take a deep breath. I know and, about that. You know yes. about that. Okay. So that's what I feel like. That's what um automatic doors are like for me. And I don't love a revolving door, which is well, problematic in New York a, City. No, who fucking loves a revolving door? My friend's Psychopaths. grandfather died in a revolving door. What? Yeah, for real. He got stuck in a revolving door and had like a heart attack. 
and like just died in there waiting to be like waiting to be rescued just from being stuck in the door never mind the like additional heart attack on top of it okay that's horrifying that's horrifying i know this is what i'm saying so that's what i always think about in a revolving door like i'm gonna fucking get stuck here and be on display while i have an anxiety slash heart attack I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think so either, but it's like there. The thought is in my mind that it could. Do you know that um, when you go into like big buildings here in New York and um, you have to like get a pass and then they have these like clear glass, <clears throat> like waist high yes. doors. Like that, a like, turnstile flip, basically. Flip that open. Yeah, that flip yeah. open. I was once like doing press a couple of years ago and... The guy was like, okay, go ahead. Like it should, and it, and I just was like walking confidently and like (laughs) it did not open. Right. And I like literally bent over. (laughs) Oh no. Like completely over the little clear plastic. Yeah. Thankfully that was, you know, the time I was doing a lot of lec fit. Yeah. So I was able to write myself, balance, (laughs) balance it out. Yeah. Without too much humiliation. But those, that's a really good example of something that like really plays on my anxiety because those always never work for me. They either close halfway through on me and it's super embarrassing or they don't open at all. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, is someone fucking with me? It's the, it's equally embarrassing to like when a dog sniffs mm-hmm. your crotch, like at a party or something, you know, it's like that same type of embarrassment and subway turnstiles. I, ha, have you ever walked full force into a subway oh, turnstile sure. and it's like yes. getting fucking punched in the stomach so hard and you just have to like, you just have to live with it. Or the, or the vagina bone. <laughs> yes. The worst. It's like, it really hits the, I mean, for me, it really hits the vagina bone. Oh, I think I'm a little shorter than you. Yeah. So I get I'm just it. saying. I get it above <laughs> the vagina bone, <laughs> but still. Not comfortable. Either way, not comfortable. No. Here's what I will say. I am feeling... I mean, mostly because I resolved the hand issue. Yeah. Um, But I am feeling a bit like... And also, it was warm. Yes. That makes a huge yesterday. difference. Yesterday. Yeah. It was nice that... Sunday was nice, and then yesterday it was nice, and then it turned freezing again. Mm. And then Ray just told me, 100% chance of snow tomorrow. Oh, my Lord. In March? I mean, that's normal, but it's a lot. It's oppressive, this weather. <laughs> it really, I, I mean, not, not, to great. Be, not to not to like tell you how to feel, but I do... Well, I've said this before. Like, I've gone through periods in my life where I was like, I'm feeling so, like, not myself and depressed. And then someone pointed out to me that, like, I was probably just cold. And that was, like, the issue. I'm telling you, that infrared sauna changed my life. Yeah, if only you could, like, walk around with it on you. Even though when I left, I was like, why... Why isn't... Why why isn't my hand better already? But then my hand was better. Yeah. And the rest of you felt... Well, maybe warming the rest of your body, although it didn't cure your hand, got you emotionally to a place 
where the healing of your hand could happen. Okay. Well, I like all of this. Here's also what I'm going to say. Spring break's coming up. I've decided I need warmth in my life. I'm making it happen. I that's just it. I just have to do it. I got to do it. I got to. You're do going it. to a warm place. I Are gotta you going to have a, a travel I agent got, book it again? I did not have a travel agent book it, but okay. that's because I feel like if I'm if I'm traveling outside, I don't know. There are certain things like that I feel like I will always now call Diane for. Yeah. Yeah. For instance, if I were to want to go to, say, Greece. Right. A country I've never been. No, no, I know nothing about. I have no, I'm not Greek. I don't have any ties. I know nothing about the islands. I don't know where the heck you're supposed to go in Greece. Right. right. Or how to navigate that or how to plant. And you want to see a bunch of things because if you're going to fly all the way to Greece. Right. You got to get it all in. Especially if I was going to bring children. Yeah. This is all a hypothetical, by the way, guys. I have thought about it, but it's just a hypothetical. (laughs) But like, I'm just saying like, I'm not planning that trip myself. Right. However, if there's like a beach vacation, a trip to a resort somewhere, I can handle that. Yeah, you can handle it. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Alternatively, I like, if you are going to Greece, I would suggest just inviting our friend Nia Vardalos with you. And then it's like she, I mean, she knows everything about Greece and she goes, I don't all think the time. it's I don't think it's a question of inviting her. I think that the real trick <laughs> is getting Nia to invite you. That go is that's so true. That's Greece. so true. Because probably if everybody who wanted to go to Greece with Nia Vardalos got to, she'd be in Greece constantly. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like kind of, I don't know. Greece seems real fun and nice. People yeah. seem to love it. Seems beautiful from what I from the photos. I know love Greece, Greece. Greece has its share of challenges, but it can't be beat for beauty. Uh, Everything as, has. As, someone who's never been there everything has its share of challenges wait i wonder if my friend (laughs) i wonder if my friend amy is listening to this um but she is my most well-traveled friend and i hope she doesn't mind me telling this but she tells this funniest story about how she was so excited to go to greece and um how they decided to have like a real authentic experience like walking on the streets of greece (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that some like shopkeeper was like I think butchering a hog like out on the nope. in front of nope. his shop and no. she um slipped in pig blood and her like had a really a really um a really dramatic pig blood slipping incident and she said that all these old Greek men were trying to help her up and she had like a like a beautiful white outfit, you know, a flowy <laughs> white outfit like you would wear in Greece. And she just looked like I a, am, a horror movie. <laughs> I am horrified. <laughs> she I tells am. it funnier. <laughs> but that's one of those things where sometimes I just think about it and start cracking up laughing. <laughs> I am truly, that is so disgusting to me. I can't. Oh my god! I've only ever slipped in like senior citizen pee and uh, New York City vomit on St. Patrick's Day in a rat. In a rat, <laughs> a dead rat, a squish yeah. rat. 
<laughs> that's a fun if the list app was still existed that'd be a fun list things i've slipped in that besides ice it's really gross it's really gross <laughs> It's what, really gross. What have you slipped on besides ice? I mean, for me, it's mostly just life. You know what I mean? Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. I just like You're slip. more of a, a tripper than a slipper. I just like, yeah, I just trip. Like, I trip out of nowhere. You know, like the, fa- like the, the time that I broke my nose, but it bended, didn't break. <laughs> Do you remember I told... Did I ever tell you this story? I think you have, but I need to hear it again because I my, haven't. The, well, the doctor, my ear, nose, and throat doctor, when I went, got in to see him that afternoon, he was like, well, you're real lucky because noses do two things. If you've got, if you've got like some kind of cartilage, it'll just snap. It'll break. Oh God. You've got the, you've got the good kind of cartilage and it just, <laughs> and it just, just, it just bent, it just bent. So I'm just going to bend it back. And I was oh like, oh my God. <laughs> uh. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, many, many years ago, Birdie was a two-year-old baby child, and I was just carrying Birdie on my hip, wearing tennis shoes, sensible shoes, in like a breakfast restaurant in Arizona, and just out of nowhere, well, it was like a slight ramp up, like in the restaurant, you know? Yeah. And I just fully launched forward. Oh, God. And because I was like holding Birdie, I didn't drop Birdie. Yeah. And I just, my face met the very firm thigh of of a waitress. (laughs) And with such force that like I literally... I bent my nose. You bent your nose on that waitress. I bent my nose. You should have found out what workout program was well my mom went back like the next day yeah i think i don't know why oh because my parents like to eat at that restaurant yeah about a lot so my mom just moved things over (laughs) right my mom went back and she was like oh my god is your daughter's face okay and then like showed my mother (gasps) this bruise that was like This huge, I guess my face shaped bruise oh on her <laughs> on her thigh. <laughs> she could have sold that to People Magazine. Busy. I mean, truly, face. truly, oh I don't think anyone cared at that moment. But it just was like, yeah, that's like that's the kind of slipping tripping I do. Like I'm not. Oh I'm not gosh. slipping on things because I'm always walking very gingerly. Yeah. Like you're very caref- carefully. Yeah. yeah. I have to be because with this the way that I am, the yeah. fall the falls this this person takes. Yes. I oh gotta watch gosh. it. I gotta well, watch it. That's that comes along with like issues like having, you know, the falling. That's you know, that might be part of your DX. Well, I think it's a part of my ADD for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think I trip, I think I trip and fall a lot less now than yeah. I did. That's I good. mean truly, I'm I definitely yeah, trip and fall <laughs> trip and fall a lot less. My husband and my son 
uh, my older son, I don't think they'll mind me saying, but that's part of both of their like, you know, ADD, various, you know, things on the spectrum, diagnoses. My husband had to go to special gym class when he was little because he couldn't skip. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think he still can't skip to this day. And my older son could never jump, like even on a trampoline. He can jump. He can jump now, but he, like, he was probably five or six years old and he could not, like, put it together, like, how to jump. But I mean, jumping this is, is not easy. Yeah. I mean, white men can't. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but this is to say the reason uh, that's just part of like what his his thing was because he used to be so cute because they had in his preschool, he had they had this like little trampoline thing and he would mm-hmm. just go on it and sort of like simulate jumping with all of his body, but his feet never left the trampoline. So he's he wouldn't have been a good candidate for luck fit. But he also was the kind of kid that was falling down all the time to the point where like I thought he was doing a bit, but it turns out that it was part of, you know, part of everything that was going on with him. And so both of them are, like you're saying, much more careful. They're very, very careful, but still like constantly opening doors onto people, even though they're like the most considerate people in the world, constantly like if you're behind a door and that one of those guys wants to get through, like look out because you're going to, you're about to get it, you know, or like, um, I think we've talked about this before, the like turning, putting your arm back to like back up in a car. Like I will 100% get it in the face. Like anytime either one of them does that because they just, I do that. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it's part of the thing. Like just your limbs and your body aren't like working together with your eyes and your brain. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I do that. And then it makes you feel bad because you're like, well, if you hurt yourself, that's annoying. But then if you hurt someone else, then you feel terrible and like are just apologizing forever. But I don't know that there's really, there's not really anything to be done for it other than to try not to. But I'm sure there's stuff, but you know what? I bet, honestly, as we were talking about at the beginning of the day, I feel like maybe, ooh, thank you. My turkey sandwich just ooh, showed up. Oh, very exciting. Um, I think maybe mindfulness and like recentering and meditation and stuff like does actually help with that. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Like yeah. just because it puts you back in your body. And awareness of your body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, wait, Gina. Where's Gina? Oh, my God. That crow is like coming to get us. It's like the bird. Did you you see that guy? I thought that you would let Gina out on the balcony or something. (laughs) And that crow. Okay, Casey, much like your squirrel, the crow looked. Ray, you saw it. Did you see its angry face? It looked like it was coming directly at me. Like directly at the window. Like why are it was terrifying. Being, it was are, terrifying. Why are what we being attacked by animals in our homes today? I don't know. The beasts have given up. Or they're like, or they or they've decided they're that like, we can't handle it any longer fuck and they're taking these people. over. That I swear to you, I wish I could even I wish I had gotten it. I could it hear looked it. Like I know, but he he was angry. He looked like a person that was angry and coming to murder me. It was a oh murdering crow. It was oh. a murder. <laughs> that crow was trying to murder me. 
Oh my, oh my god. god. You guys, well, you I'm know sorry, crow- I'm screaming. Crows can be trained because they're really smart. And so me and then they like do the bidding of the person that trains them. So maybe you have an enemy that sent their crow to get you. I don't that's not nice. I don't want to <laughs> think of that. I I think that cr- that was that crow felt like it was had gone rogue. I don't oh know. Oh my what the- god. That was insane. Maybe leave a little present out there for it and see if you can it's not train a magpie. It. No, but crows like like they they shiny things like shiny things and like treats. So like look up what a crow likes and leave something out there as an offering, a peace offering, and then you can um, maybe you'll train the crow and it will become your crow and do your bidding. Which don't I, lie, I, I you don't, totally want that. I no, I don't. I actually don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That was I do. terrifying. I do. I actually, I actually, I don't wish what I just saw on my worst enemy. <laughs> I like, did you see that I legitimately thought Gina was like about yes. to be taken off the balcony? <laughs> I thought that Ray had let her out on the balcony. Ray <laughs> was coming to get her. And I was so scared. Oh my god! Why is this happening to us? <laughs> oh. oh no! Gina's fine. She's just napping. She's not even. She didn't even. She didn't even care. She, she didn't even move when the crow was coming to get us. She's asleep. Oh my, god. oh my god! But now there are sirens. Probably crow related. <laughs> the crow probably <laughs> pecked someone to death. I'm not. I don't know what is happening. I don't know. You know how I talk about how LA was like, you need to get out. Like, yeah. go. Yeah. I feel like New York is like, bye. Get out of here. Go. <laughs> we don't want you here. Oh, my God. I thought it was a hawk. That was, was insane. Literally so scary. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Back to our ads. <laughs> Listen. I didn't need to use ZocDoc for my hand only because I just called a doctor that I had already found through ZocDoc. (laughs) Once you've established contact through ZocDoc. You you know what I mean? Yeah. But this is the joy of ZocDoc. Yeah. Is that when you are initially searching for a doctor, a doctor who hopefully is going to be your forever doctor. And turns out, yes. Yes. I'm, I'm batting a million with ZocDoc right now. I got to say. Same, same. I tend to be fearful of doctors. And I found a doctor that is so great and understands a woman who's a full adult who remains fearful of doctors and is totally cool with that and totally sensitive of that. And I found out that information, guess where? In her ZocDoc reviews. That's amazing. And this is the thing. Finding and booking a doctor that's right for you doesn't need to be a terrible experience. You can find out on ZocDoc if they take your insurance, if they understand your needs, if they're available when you can see them. Like how many times have you gone through this process with a doctor and then they're like, okay, great. So the earliest appointment that this doctor has is in four months from now on right. a Tuesday at, you know, 10 a.m. And you're like, well, but I don't no. feel good now. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available right when you need to see them. 
You can read up on doctors. You can get verified patient reviews, see what other real humans had to say about the visit to their doctor. So you walk into the doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who, you know, has been vetted by people like you. Listen, it's a chaotic world, period. But also the world of healthcare can be quite chaotic, especially here in the United States. Yeah. But that's why you need ZocDoc to be your trusted guide to find quality doctors and doctors that take your insurance and can see you. Then it's totally pain-free. With ZocDoc, you can get your doctors in a row. <laughs> get your docs in a row. Oh, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> guys, go to ZocDoc.com slash doing her best and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then you can start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Lots are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash doing her best. ZocDoc.com slash doing her best. All form! Guys, you know we're obsessed with the Helix mattresses. Mm-hmm. We love them. My whole family loves the Helix mattress. Sometimes when like one of my kids has had a rough day, I invite them to like lay on the Helix mattress and uh, watch some television to just decompress. Listen, that is why I'm very excited to tell you, Casey, that Helix has left the bedroom and started making sofas. That's right. They just launched a new company called All Form. They're already making the very best sofas in the game. I know Helix is making sofas because I have one and it's so great. And speaking of another place where everyone in my family loves to be, our All Form sofa is a fave of everyone in my family, including our two dogs who really make themselves at home on it. And uh, and it's impervious to our to our dogs. Well, they've got armchairs, love seats, all the way up to an eight-seat sectional. There's something for everyone. You can always start small and then you can buy more seats later on if you want your all-form sofa to grow yes. and change, you know, it, with you when you move. I think that's amazing. It's so amazing. Our all-form sofa is actually longer than a regular sofa because our sons are very tall and they can't lie down on a regular sofa. So we got a longer sofa so that they can lie down on it. And it's not only big and roomy, setting it up is so easy. Literally took 10 minutes. Your kid did it. Yes. Casey? Yes. All by himself. Yeah. All by himself. All right. Listen. And if getting a sofa without trying it in a store sounds weird to you, it shouldn't because we buy everything online now. But you don't need to worry because you get 100 days to decide if you want to keep it. That's more than three months, guys. And if you don't love it, they will come and pick it up for free and give you a full refund. They even offer a forever warranty. Literally forever. That's forever. That's incredible. So, to find your perfect sofa, check out allform.com slash best. And Allform is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash best. 
So do you feel like you said what you've done your best at this? I mean, you you healed your hand through mindfulness and also a brace. <laughs> Can I tell you something? But it's also like, it's also so me where it's like, I did 47 different things. Yeah. And you don't know which one worked. I I don't know which one worked, (laughs) but I actually don't even care. It's all good. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What are you going to try one thing at a time and 47 weeks later figure out how to fix your wrist? No. This is not a process of elimination, people. We Throw everything at it. We need to throw everything at it. I needed results. I yeah. needed results. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess I'm like doing my best at, I don't know, making it through the, just do, just, I don't know. What? I don't know. Whatever that was that no, I described. I think that's like, that's like one of your best bests is that you like thought you broke your hand and now you're doing okay and you figured it out and... And I just feel like, yeah. And I feel like it was not easy. Yeah. It was definitely upsetting. Yeah, for sure. And, you you know, it would be good is if you could get your mind body thing to the point where you could make um, your issues in various areas of your life only ever affect like like your wrist is always your sister and your other wrist is like well, that's the whole but that's <laughs> the whole thing with Louise Hay that's the whole thing that really yet yeah. I have Dude, to read it what in God after all this time I'm gonna eat this but turkey I didn't know sandwich. it was by like... the way if I eat this turkey sandwich while you're talking about what you did your best at this week let's watch how long it takes for my nose to turn red. Oh yeah. That's I decided really I point. wanted some bread today. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay. It's um, 336. Re- what are you doing your best at this week? I did my, I just think that that's what I did my best at is to like, you know, get out there and say yes to hanging out with people on, you know, like trying to get back into it. And then also just like giving myself, room to decompress after like admitting that it was a lot and giving myself room to like sort of just disappear into my own little world where I've been living for the past couple of years and you know and so just getting back into things because it's a lot and I just want to say if other people are feeling that way you're not alone and you're not nuts <clears throat> like it's it's a thing it takes a lot of energy to get out there and maybe like, especially seeing someone you haven't seen in a long time or seeing, you know, meeting up with someone that you never met. Um, And also this isn't me doing my best, but I've been really proud of our Facebook friends, our Facebook group, Um, like reaching out saying like, I moved to this new area. I'm a young mom. I need friends here. Uh, Is anyone up for that? And also people reaching out for like emotional support for things that they're going through. And your mom left a beautiful message for someone. So sweet. Yeah. Just like, yeah, your mom is like a very active part of the Facebook group. So if you want to interact with busy's mom, Barb Phillips, Mrs. Phillips, I always call her Mrs. Phillips to like to her face. And I feel like, I don't know. She never corrects me. She's never like, oh, call me Barb, because I think she'd like, but um, I don't know why. I think she understands that we were raised in the yeah. 80s and 
<laughs> that's what you did? And that's how it is. Okay. All right. A child wouldn't dare call <laughs> a grown-up Mrs. or Mr. anything these days. Yeah, I don't Seriously, know. Seriously, I don't yeah, think that my true. kids have ever called someone's parents Mr. or Mrs. Oh, that's interesting. I, my kids always called people like... um like their preschool teachers or whatever, like Miss Gloria, you know, so that, but I don't know if that's that they just did that or if the teachers called themselves that, I don't know. Probably, probably the teachers called themselves that. Yeah. Um, I feel like your nose is already a little red. A little bit. I actually looked when I swallowed and it was... 337. It's now 339. <laughs> so it's only taken two minutes. Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. 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 I wonder what that's about. It's you. You put a curse on me. <laughs> you witched me. You put a curse on yourself by not believing me mm-hmm. that. And like, it's an involuntary curse, as mm-hmm. we've said, as we've said. Um. Well, I'm glad you got your turkey sandwich. My God. I'm so happy about it. Yeah, it's worth the red nose. Gina, Gina's over here like, where's my turkey sandwich? I know. Gina. Dogs are no. eternal optimists. They are. They're always hoping. I know. And it's like, you have no reason. <laughs> <clears throat> if history has proved one thing to you in the last two years, you're not getting this turkey sandwich, dude. Yeah, but they just always, they keep trying and they keep hoping. My dog, But you love- know what? lettuce and so whenever there's oh, lettuce they, they're like just going out of their minds trying to get lettuce that's cute that also weirdly does feel like a brag <laughs> like <laughs> it's so weird that they You're love like, my my children only eat salad <laughs> it's so weird because like lettuce is for us like we but you know i'm like we're trying to challenge ourselves to eat more Dogs love lettuce. One of them loves other vegetables. and they, But that's the thing that they beg for the most is lettuce. And it's also hilarious that when lettuce comes out, they can hear it. Like they can or smell it. They can sense it coming out of the fridge. And then they go through the program of doing all the tricks they know, hoping that you'll be like, okay, you deserve lettuce. So they're like, I'm standing up. I'm twirling around. I'm laying down. I'm rolling over. I'm doing a How did they get a taste for lettuce? I don't know. It's so weird. No, that's not true. We used to make their food for them and lettuce was like a part of it. But it wasn't like leaves of lettuce. We would like blend it all up. So I wouldn't think that, but they must just crave lettuce still Hmm. yeah but we gave up making their food because we were like oh life's too short like why are we why are we we're trying to like prolong our dog's lives and at the same time like shortening our own lives because we're spending like oh listen hours per day making dog food listen i just truly (laughs) I do. I mean, like, they don't advertise on this podcast, but I use, like, a delivery frozen food yeah. thing for yeah. Gina's food. Yeah. And it's so easy. Yeah. Like, because I don't even have to remember ordering it. It just shows up. Oh, good. That's nice. I will say subscription services for dog food. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I don't like subscription services for me a lot of times can be too much. Yeah. Like I don't. They're overwhelming and you don't get to it. it. No, it's overwhelming. I'm on a 
vitamin one. It's like, I don't take my vitamins every day. I'm just being honest. Yeah. You just do and what so you then, can. And so then they show up. You get a the backlog. Refills. I have a backlog. Yeah. Um, vitamins are not something you can just like drop off at Goodwill. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so then they just make me feel like a failure when I look at them. I hate that. I know me too. I mean, this is crazy. My nose is like pink. Yeah. And your cheeks are pink, like near your nose. What is happening? So I shouldn't eat bread, I guess, is the thing. Why? I don't know. Isn't that, a, isn't that, <clears throat> isn't this my body saying like, hey, we I, don't like this. I don't know. I feel like if it doesn't feel bad, like if you go out in the cold, your cheeks get red. If you That's true. Get a, you know, if you're like aroused, your private parts get redder. Maybe your nose is horny for bread. <laughs> well, I just, okay. I mean. Casey, keep it in your pants. <laughs> wait, Casey. Wait, wait, wait. Just what? slightly off subject, but kind of on subject. Okay. Did you read that article about Epstein Barr and the Atlantic? No. Okay, I'm going to send it to you because first of all, guys, talk oh, about white about lady it diseases. Being, about it being the cause of MS. Well, it's linked. They now believe it's it's definitely a link to MS. Right. But Epstein-Barr is wild. Like 95% of Americans have it. 95%. Yeah. And it's just something you have. I mean, I know I have it because I like- had mono. I had mono. Right. Okay. And yeah. And if you had mono as, I didn't know that that was the sign that like it, so it's dormant in most people's right. bodies, 95% right. of people. But if it becomes activated, right? normally you're like a teenager or a young adult. Right. Or, I mean, I have a friend who like randomly got mono at 40 out of nowhere, but that's Epstein. It's yeah. Epstein Barr. Yeah. Oh, the that's article really is interesting. super interesting. Huh. And also that it's like, you know, <clears throat> I've been thinking about it obviously because of like the inflammation, the hand and the all the stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that it is linked to all of these other things that like it triggers and can exacerbate, including now they're like pretty sure. Does that sound scientific? Yeah. yeah well. That that it's that it's you know definitely like a precursor to MS. That's why. Well, I'm glad that people are finally starting to think of things in that way, and you know because now we know like you get the COVID virus and then it can develop into all of these other well that, you know that long COVID. Part of, that's part of what this article in the Atlantic is like tying together. Yeah, yeah, and it, that like. Because we all have Epstein-Barr, right. I mean, 95% of us, right. that there might be some sort of tie with COVID, long COVID symptoms that oh. are like Epstein-Barr related. Right. If you're like, like triggered by right. that. Right. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's like um, how they believe like the strep virus causes a number of conditions but it's also like it's not I don't think it's really well studied at this point and it's like a lot of theories um but like lord knows I got strep throat like two times a year as a kid and and wait so. I get strep throat do you I haven't gotten it in oh my god Casey don't you remember when I got strep throat on girls five Eva during the height of the I pandemic I do remember that I do and, remember that and the doctor was like that doctor that I got sent to the first doctor that I got sent to was like, 
it's not. He like didn't even examine me. Uh, He's like, it's not strep throat. Oh my what, god! You're, ch- only children get strep throat, and I'm like, I literally had strep throat like three years ago, sir. Anyway, I had strep throat. Ugh. What does that mean? I don't know, but I I do know that people suspect that strep throat uh, is a you know something that can lead to like a number of other conditions, but. Um, yeah, I was, I would always, and my son too, would get strep throat like reliably on Mother's Day. I feel like every year he had strep throat on Mother's Day. Um, I always got it a couple times a year. I got my tonsils out as an adult and then I stopped getting strep throat for a really long time. And, um, then I, I've had it like twice since I got my tonsils out, like in my twenties. Wow. Well, wait, by the way. Yeah. Just, I was trying to find this article on The Atlantic to send to you. Yeah. But I just saw this headline. Don't know if I'm going to read the article, but I like <laughs> I like the headline. <laughs> okay. Proposing, proposing a new school calendar for the age of COVID. Oh. I have like an interesting idea. Okay. But that I think means that they would want to send our kids to school during the summer. Okay. All right. I don't well, know if I can do that. Some, I mean, I know some places do do that um, school year round, depending. And it's great for, you know, I mean, COVID notwithstanding, it's great for some kids and great for some parents who are like work outside the home and don't have childcare or like the if they're food insecure or, you know, whatever, um, that, that can be a really amazing solution in some communities. But... Um, I just, I just always wanted them to make the school day start later with my kids. I was like, I mean, why am I getting a kid up before the sunrise to... It's insane. The fact, I mean, we're not living the same lives that like they were preparing you for, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. I just, I never got it. And I'd be like, and people would be like, my kid cries when I get them up in the morning for kindergarten. And I'd be like, I fucking cry when I have to get up and get my kid up for kindergarten. It's like the sun's not out. We have so many first day of school pictures of my kids and they're standing in almost pitch black at the bus stop. Especially, yeah. Like, I mean, no, it's just not, I'm not into it. Uh, Someone needs to change everything. How do we do that? Can we do that? Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. I feel I have a feeling that a lot of things will change. I've been working a little bit like doing like a little side project with this company and they started going back to work like two days a week in their office. And they mm-hmm. said that they thought that they'll probably keep it that way for quite some time um, going forward. And mm-hmm. then that always seems to me like it means forever, you know? That'd be but nice. We'll see. We'll see. I think we've learned a lot about like what is strictly necessary. And, you know, I think we've learned a lot about productivity and and who really needs to be in an office and whether uh, workers should have any autonomy in that decision. And I also think that includes like school. I think that people probably will have some interesting ideas about schooling going forward. Um, it's just a matter of whether those ideas are heard and and... And tested. Well, I think that's part of the deal, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we should be listening to teachers above everyone on on what works the best. Um, So I'd be really interested to to hear about new school calendars and new school hours and, and what is necessary versus what some old ideas that maybe we could let go. Well, I think we could let go of like, the idea that kids need to like sit in chairs 
for periods of time yeah. that are like an hour long. It's a lot. And I can't even do that. No, it's stupid. I can't you do know that. No, I can't. Yeah. And also like maybe, I don't know. I feel like for me, the thing that always got to me was, um, and this is more of like a parenting thing or whatever than a school thing. But like when people are like, you know, I my kid forgot lunch. So now, you know, th- they got to learn their lesson to like remember their lunch or whatever, you know, and I'd just be like, I don't know if I forgot my lunch someone in my family would probably bring it to me. Like, it's not... I don't think forgetting something is like a less... I don't know. It's complicated. No, but that's also like... <laughs> I don't think that happens anymore. I hope not. I hope no, not. I don't think but, so. but you know what is weird? You know, Cricket's a very picky eater. Yeah. It's not like an allergy. Like... Yeah, just picky. She just doesn't like most things. Yeah, that's okay. And because of COVID, they... Only you couldn't bring your lunch to school. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I don't know why. Um, I don't know why either. Unless, unless it's like a um, like a manpower issue or something. Maybe somebody has to like make sure something happens with the home lunches that they get. Maybe like, it's like less trash or something. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or maybe I don't know. For whatever reason, part of the COVID protocols were that they had to have their lunch from school. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't understand why that was now that I'm thinking about it. Hmm. Interesting. But, you know, Cricket doesn't eat the lunches. We order the thing, you know, you get a choice or whatever. We order it in time. And then Cricket, like, 90% of the time comes home or we pick her up at 2 p.m. Yeah. Like, what did you eat for lunch? And she's like, nothing. And I, she's not, exa- she's not lying. She's right, like, yeah. literally not eating. Skipped it. Yeah. So I sent this email a few months ago. And then of course, you know, I was working and that's just hard for me to keep track of things. But I sent this yeah. email a couple months ago before Christmas. So again, I guess it was, we were having the Omicron surge, right? Yeah. Yeah. But basically the like, whatever, head of the grade, whatever. I don't know how it works there. (laughs) Sure. Guys, obviously super involved. (laughs) Um, Do you know how weird it is that my kids go to a school I have never set foot inside? That is weird. Yeah. Because of COVID? Yeah. But also so like how we grew up. Like, I don't think my parents like maybe went to my school. Back to school nights? Two times a year. Well, that's two more than I did. I know. But, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. So, anyway, sent an email. And she wrote back, like, basically, we can't allow, like, we just can't allow her to bring her lunch unless there's, like, a doctor's note and it's, like, an allergy, like, medical reason. Right. And I was like, okay. I mean, she really doesn't eat, you know, like the food. Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, gonna kind of, I don't know, get back into it. And then I just was working and I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, in New York, the mask mandate is gone. Right. For school. Right. All over the country. 
I think in most places, yeah, yeah. correct us if we're wrong. It was wild. Yeah. Wild. And my kids, like, especially Cricket, was like, well, I'm going to bring it with me. Just like, I'm going to have it just with me and around my neck, like, just in case I want to put it on just because you just never know when you might need it. And I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) I had like a real hard cut to Cricket as like a 95-year-old with her grandchildren. Like, I don't, listen, Grandma Cricket is the sweetest. But if she puts the mask on, just know it's because she like grew she up, grew up in, in this, the time of COVID. In the time of a pandemic. In yeah. the pandemic. And she's just, she forgets sometimes and she needs to put her mask on to feel safe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just was yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. But, but bless. Cricket. So Cricket was like, but then I was like, wait. So yesterday, Mark and I picked her up from school together. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what'd you, ha- what'd you have for lunch? And she's like. Oh, I didn't eat. I didn't eat the lunch. And then I was like, wait a minute. You should be able to bring your lunch now, right? Yeah. I know I'm making more work for myself. I get it. Eh. But I also want the kid to just like, even if it's like three cucumbers. Right. And some shredded cheese. Yeah. At least it's three cucumbers and some shredded cheese. Yeah. Have a little bite. I got to send this email right now. I got to get on this. Right? Yeah. That seems important. So maybe we're done here. Maybe our work is done here today. Because you have to send an email about cucumbers and cheese and cricket. International Women's Day. Like in time for spring break for two months. I mean, two weeks. Yeah. Two months. Well, that's the perfect time because maybe people can just, you know, get it settled before you come back from spring break. That's a great point. That is a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even even remember who to email. (laughs) The head of the grade. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. You will. Um, guys, we love you. You guys have a good week. It'll probably feel long again, I'm guessing. But um, yeah, just try to take care of yourselves. There's so much going on in the world and it is really heavy. And, you know, not to sound like uh, random inspirational Instagram posts, but it is okay to like put it down and take some time away from it and, you know, just do what you can, you know, because it's not, it's not productive just to bathe yourself in things that make you feel bad because Mm -hmm. the way that you're strong for other people is by letting yourself be strong, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and taking care of yourself. So, Thank you for spending time and like laughing with us and stuff because that's the this is helpful for us too. It is. It's helpful it's, for me. It's nice to just feel like, you know, just I can talk to my friend and we're talking to all our other friends and we can like have some laughs about um that whatever that squirrel did <laughs> into my wall. I'm um, concerned. I do think we're going to need a squirrel update. I will let you know. I'm t- my older son is here now, so I'm going to send him probably out to do recon before cuz I don't want to see. Just send him out, please. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will. I will. Um but I'll update you on what happened um and take good care of yourselves and just love you guys. Love you guys. We'll talk to you next week.
Oh no. 